Why are you feeding him? Give him the car. I don't even like pickles on you. Welcome to the Reaction Pod, as you probably just heard Craig talking about his pickled onion crisps, now he doesn't even like them. Uh, reacting after a battling 1-0 win at home at Southend, I'm Roy Fallow, joined by Matthew Keelan. Hello. Craig Clark. Hiya. And Mickey Loff. Luke 09 for me. Well, good place to start. Um, odd performance, and as I was just saying to you, Matthew, before we start recording, I think that's kind of what we were in inverted commas warned about with Phil Parkinson boring sort of 1-0 grind out win play quite well for about 45 minutes to an hour then shut up shop and just go from there but like you're saying me Luke 09 fantastic performance arguably man of the match yeah he did really well and he took his goal well really good header um, and I think it's a little bit unfair on him the way he's kind of been messed around this season the amount of positions he's played but to be fair to him he's looked at least competent everywhere he's played I think took his goal really well full of energy typical kind of loot or nine performance so I think arguably him and um, Dobson are probably up there for man of a match today in my opinion yeah I agree on, on Dobson but Denver Hume I think is worth picking out for a bit of praise as well he's dribbling he's crossing in the first half actually I think you make an argument for him being our best crosser of a ball why doesn't he take the corners I said this but when Power took that one in uh, the second in half North stand yeah, yeah well yeah when it went out of play yeah. like why, why does I know it's, I know it's, a, power, yeah. uh, it's a slightly different discipline but it's a cross of a ball isn't it yeah well, but we haven't realised yet well the management team haven't realised yet that Chris Maguire can't take corners after a year and a half and then <laughs> <laughs> but Power can't take corners Ledbetter doesn't play Hume's the best crosser of the ball from open no, play, as you, well, let's not over I get I mean well, Hume, well, Hume, well, Hume likes a drilled cross when he tries to you, but you can't do that can you because it was at the first man he's trying to cross the ball in the second half and he's spooning it out I thought Hume had a really good first half but in the second half yeah. it was a but everyone faded because yeah. the whole team played within itself so he wasn't getting forward as much Defensively, he was probably a bit better as a result. Um, but I mean, they were absolutely pathetic South End. Oh, they were impotent. They were, they were worse than Tranmere. They had no light threat about them at no, all. No. Like they were the, really. Their bad. right back uh, number two. He and was. The, he was quite. Was okay as well. I thought he was quite good going forward, putting a good cross mm. where they in the mm. first half what they should have done better off. But apart from that, like you say, Matthew, they're no better than Tranmere, and arguably we could have put a similar sort of scoreline in the day is, is that a bit of a disappointment that we well, didn't today it, it is it is for me because Dunk has to beat them 7-1 the other day I know mm. they had to I know it was negated because of the red cards but oh, especially after the the Tranmere performance and beating them 5 after losing last week losing in the cup it would have been nice to, yeah. To, yeah. to get back on track with a big win I know we've won the game but I just can't help feel but a, a bit like nah yeah, I'm a little bit flat after that. I think what the biggest <laughs> dis- what the biggest disappointment 
to be honest with you, was the fact that we started the game with quite a lot of intent and it was fairly similar to the Tramia game and that we were pressing them really high up the pitch, we were forced them into mistakes and we were playing quite direct without it being hoofball and I thought, oh well, I mean, we could go on and win this game comfortably. So I think that's a frustration, the fact that it got to around 65 minutes and we unnecessarily, I think, put a little bit of pressure on ourselves. I don't think it was a game we necessarily had to see out and I'm pleased that we did kind of grind it out but I think, um, I know it's a very kind of cliched point to make but we had a corner fairly late on and we had everyone back in our penalty area rather than leaving someone like a Watmore on the halfway line to keep them honest and force them to have centre-halves back covering and we just, as I say, I just felt we kind of pinned ourselves the more the game went on and I just think it was a little bit unnecessary. I don't want to go overly critical when we've just won the game but as I say, it's just it's frustrating given how we started the game. Southend came today to be in the game with 10 minutes left yeah. and ultimately we, we let them do that, they didn't we? They yeah, they, and, and you know, I didn't really have any chances no, particularly, but you know, a daft free kick, kick you know, that could have launched up and God knows what happened, but Cray, I feel like you're winding up to... Oh, no, I, just, I just feel like, you know, we've watched games this season under, under Jack Ross where the team have won the game and, and they've been criticised and probably fairly so I thought some of the criticism after the MK Dons game was unwarranted I thought that game was everything this game wasn't I thought that one we needed to be a bit more controlled because they did try and work it mm-hmm. Southend had absolutely were, yeah. nothing they were absolutely awful and we weren't interested Southend in putting them five points I think they're like, worse than Bolton. I mean, Bolton will probably finish above well, Bolton them. Bolton have got actually. more points than Bolton beat Fleetwood. Points, Bolton, yeah. Bolton beat Fleetwood today yeah, as well, yeah, I, I yeah, believe. Fleetwood too. Well, it was and, two, no. and that's the thing to mention. Actually, results have gone for us today. Um, Are we eight now? Peterborough uh, will stay there for me. Uh, Peterborough lost today, and obviously we've yeah. just mentioned Fleetwood and someone else. I think Oxford didn't manage to win today. Yeah, probably. Um, Wigan, Wigan must w- have been due to play Bury because I don't mm-hmm. think. I think Wigan beat Shrewsbury one nil. Um, something we failed yeah, to we, do. Wigan uh, cannot stop winning. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's really yeah, incredible. Yeah. In excess tribute bands for them. Oh, yeah. But I guess it's a similar sort of win to that Accrington one, though. Going back to what you were saying before there, Craig, where it was a bit more there for the taking, and we could have been a bit more cutthroat and weren't, but. It's not distracted from that first half performance had a lot of positives in it. I know we did fade in the second, but we've mentioned Hume, we've mentioned Dobson, we've mentioned 09, um and the centre halves as well. Lynch was absolutely well, was I so I know he didn't have didn't have to like play brilliantly today, but he cut out everything that was coming his way today. So like I thought Dobson was the best player because he's work, the way he's a bit frustrating because he'll win the ball back and then sometimes he, he gives it away, he gets a bit overexcited. But I thought some of his anticipation, his energy, his challenges were really strong. But that was telling to me was the fact that we seem to be playing some kind of counter-attacking mm. system where we did seem to need to win more of the ball back than I was anticipating. Now, that's no bad thing if you... I mean, what more I thought when he came on did actually he did. give us a bit of impetus for 10, 15 minutes, yeah. and I thought we were going to put it to bed. I don't know, there's nothing... Look, it's three points, we're seventh, actually, I've just checked. So, you know, it, it brings us closer to, to Peterborough. Obviously, like you said, Ipswich didn't play today. Peterborough got beat as well. Ipswich, uh, yeah. Peterborough got beat. So... You know, all that's positive, but the fact is, we've been having these away games where we can't score, we can't win. So I think you're looking at the home games and thinking, give us something to make us think the next away game, we're going to do a little bit, we're going to step up a level. Now, to me, that performance was professional, it was a winning performance, that's great, three points. But it doesn't give us hope that 
or it didn't give me enough hope that the next yeah. league game is going to be any different to the ones we've struggled in lately. To be fair, two home two home games under Parkinson now, two wins, six goals, two clean sheets as mm. well, which we were struggling to do. That shouldn't be overshadowed, the clean sheet again today. And I was pleased with um, John McLaughlin today. Same here, yeah, actually. Yeah. His distribution was great. Yeah, was just, yeah he looked um, when he got the ball. I don't know if it's um, something that they've been working on with um, Parkinson. And I know the new goal coach has come in, so you can't credit him with that. But he was his distribution was much quicker, I thought, as well. And the commanding of his area was really good as well. I know he had that one he came for and he ultimately got fouled for and he didn't get really near it. But as I say, that was a foul, so fair play. So as I say, I think it was a much improved performance from him. Like you say, I think the back four were fine. Conor McLaughlin was probably the weak link in it again. But then, but then again, going forward's not really his game. He did what you had to do that's, defensively. That's it for me. People are, put, are, put, are digging out McLaughlin for that. And I don't think he's a great player, but I think he's just a fullback who's very defensive first. And he is just a, he's just a man who's playing at just the right back. Like... Really, is it not more of a right. is is it more of an inverted commas feeling that it's always fallen to him in those areas? Well, Should someone else not be picking up the ball there? What was interesting, speaking of the distribution, he was the ball that was on from McLaughlin yeah. every time, and it was they're just like oh. passing to each other because it's pleasing. Yeah, it <laughs> we'll like, oh God, he was loving. He was thinking about Nick Barnes <laughs> saying McLaughlin to McLaughlin, wasn't he? <laughs> but I wonder. I mean, I don't think Southend had that much of a strategy, but it was almost like they were quite happy for him to get the ball mm. because. He is quite limited with it. He, he didn't do anything terrible with the ball, I'll give him that. No. But he didn't do he anything except slow on possession. Is it yeah. glassier? Yeah. So the, the issue I had with the right-hand side today was, O'Nine did really well, but he ain't ever going to roast a full-back. Yeah. Hume on the left, Will, and he had McGeady occupying people, so in the first half we played to their strengths. But on the right-hand side, the ball slowed down. It got a bit sticky. So when Watmore came on that, Sort of got us out of that for a little yeah, while, but then they mo- then he moved over to the over to the left hand side, yeah. like bizarrely. Why? Because I he just was, didn't understand <laughs> that. Yeah, he was the like. outlet on on the right hand side. I thought he was great when he came on. He, he they were terrified of him. Yeah, he was, was just running at them, and he he cut inside a few times, and then he moved them over to the left where you already had Hume. Yeah, and leaving again the right hand side just as well. You're not going to get any joy down this no. side. It's going to come from a deep cross. Like I think actually Maguire put one in. Before he, before he yes. actually went off, obviously before he went off. Yeah, but yeah, it was a great, it was a great ball. That'd be a very deep cross we did from the bench, <laughs> and that was the only way we were going to get that, anything from the right hand side. Really, yeah, I mean, was, speaking of Maguire, I yeah, mean, nobody was terrible in the team except for him. Yeah, he was bad, and he was absolutely he was visible. He had one of his games. Didn't he, he hasn't played well since. Well, he did really well against Tranmere. It's the only good game he's had in weeks. Yeah. He's done. He looks miles away from where he can be where he should be and it's really disappointing because we know he's got talent and you could tell straight away today it wasn't sticking with him like the ball was getting away from him he was giving away sloppy passes and you just know when that happens to Maguire if he doesn't score a goal from 20 or 30 yards it's not his day. It took McGeady a while to get into the game as well. And McGeady had quite a, a selfish performance, I think, where he tried a, tried too many shots that were that were nowhere near. And is that a, is that an issue with playing both of them as well? Like, if, especially if both of them play like they did today, is is that's I think that's going to stunt things. Like you were saying, Craig, if McGeady's getting the ball and he's got runners and options on, and he's just trying to shoot every time. Had a couple that were fairly close. In the first half, he was he was less selfish because Hume was giving such a good outlet on the left. I think he had a. Few you in the first half to be fair well, they worked well together first half I thought oh, in the yeah, second yeah. half like, it just I don't know it just didn't the, work as the, well the issue for me was because of the way we were playing in the second half McGeady was slowing the game down 
That's like when we were yeah, moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. So when it, if we're, break, we're breaking forward, McGeady gets the ball, it slows everything down. So for us to score then, he's got to pull something yeah. out of the top draw. Which wasn't which, a pro- which was an issue against yeah. Tranmere. Yeah. Like we were able to because, be yeah. quite quite yeah. quick and not have that so that yeah, little so bit that, of thinking yeah, that, he, so that he'll do. That's the issue I have because the way we, the way we were playing, you're relying on him to to pull something from nowhere, pull something out of his arse, and but and he, and he, he wasn't obviously wasn't able to do that. But to, to, to not go, oh Tammy Abrams just made it one 0 to Chelsea oh, as well. Um, <laughs> but to not make it too negative, aside from Tammy Abrams making a one 0 to Chelsea, um, lovely, lovely goal actually. Um, but but. It's it's a one 0 win. It's a good professional performance. Let's like say it's two home games under Partons, and the away games are obviously a worry. But we, it's it's two clean sheets as well, and I really don't think that can be that can be overemphasised enough. And are we feeling a little bit more, especially after last week when we were on the floor after that Shrewsbury performance, after that. and after the cup exit as well? Is that kind of making us feel a little bit better, showing that we can just grind out a result from I that? Just, I just look at the opposition and think, yeah, well, the, the bare minimum today was three points, like, which we've got, and that's and fine. And we're, I mean, this almost seems almost like you don't need to react to this game because ultimately yeah, it's this. just no, <laughs> yeah. it's just a win, isn't it? Waste like, of time. Well, I, I, you certainly are, Rory. No. <laughs> just like, it is just that's just a typical. It's a standard win in League One for us. Yeah. If you want to get promoted, that's your standard win. That's fine. I'm not what, complaining. What, no, no, I, I, I totally agree. However, it's three how, what something maybe just to touch on is that we didn't get some of these standard wins last season. Yeah. So how many of those are one ones? Yeah. yeah. But, just again, we didn't play many teams as bad as Southend, and we also no, no, we also hadn't lost this many games at this point of the season either. Yeah. So there yeah. were, it's almost really difficult to compare to last season. The context is very different. But we've won two, lost two, under under Parkinson. Mid table for us. Yeah, but we, we that you know you know great. You <laughs> don't concede at home. You know, can't score away. Well, you, you know it's better than with a one and drawn three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, that's off. true. You know you're right. You're than, right. Yeah, you're better off than you know. Draw four. We, like, we we can only talk about what we've beaten in the day, and we've beaten a really bad team, and that's fine. <laughs> We'll move on to the next yeah, game. Campbell for them. So, well, yeah, nice to see him, wasn't it? No. He looked quite snazzy, I thought. Yeah, he did, actually. He gave, gearing himself up for the election, didn't he? Can we, can we want to be the Tory candidate for London Met? I, don't, I really don't like him. Yeah. Why I think, not? I think he's a dick. I think he's hilarious. He's very funny. He was very he's, animated, wasn't he? His video before the cup final a few years ago, that was great. But he put on Twitter that he was, was like in very weird lighting. Oh, yeah. It was, like, was done at five o'clock in the morning. It's like, the Arsenal. Yes. Win the game. If you've not watched that, um, watch go it. and watch it now. Just, but watch, watch it, it do you remember when, he, when he, uh, he thanked everyone for his birthday wishes and got his own age wrong? Because <laughs> that was one of the yes. greatest moments of all time. Deleted the tweet. Like Incredible. redid the video. Oh, anyway, bring him in. Song. Bring him in for me. <laughs> um, back to the soul for what we yeah, saw the day. Lovely, uh, Mickey. Any thoughts on Will Grigg? Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm interested. Is that uh, because he was just six, six out of ten oh, kind of fine. performance? Yeah, again, fine. Yeah. Well, I was just hoping for a bit more. Was one of his probably his most unremarkable performance like, in terms of not. Sorry, Matthew. No, no, no. Bring him, Mickey. I'm keeping the microphone over here. I'll just, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah. I've said this just about Grigg a fair few times that even when he doesn't play brilliantly he does the right things well and I think he did that again today I, I, I'm, we're not trying to be negative I think this, like on the podcast here I think the point is you can only call what you see and had that been under Jack Ross people would have probably been very critical of yeah. that performance yeah, today I and, I, and as I say you, you can only call what you see 
and I'm just hoping that um, today, like you say, you get the three points, you get out there, you don't really think about it, just move on to the next game. And I'm just hoping that that's not really like a sign of things to come at home under Parkinson. Because as I say, I just think it was a little bit unnecessarily like kind of defensive in the last 20 minutes. Can I just, just Greg, just on Greg. Can I just Greg? Can I just Greg? <laughs> what um, does that mean, like Sky shut penalty? Shut up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby for him. <laughs> I know. Um, I just thought Greg. I didn't. We didn't notice him until he went off. I thought he did offered yes. a lot more than McNulty yeah. did. Like, McNulty was but horrible. I thought, I thought like, <laughs> my, my dad summed up McNulty really well by saying, "Come on, chase it. You've only been on five minutes," which was true. He did just stand you know, there. Like, but you really noticed Greg had gone off. Yeah, yeah. When you're he, right. Like his yeah. McNulty's just lack of presence. Right. He was Great. just crap. He's a funny one, McNulty. I can't work out because he's got quality. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure if he has. Well, I think he's. I think he flatters to deceive a little bit. I don't know, he, he, he's one of them, he'll fluff them, but he'll score, I don't think he's going to score many tap-ins, let's put it that way, mm. do you know what I mean? He likes a chip yeah. or a curler or a... That chance he had against Tranmere. Yeah. Like, he, I'm not having a go at him, I just, he's, he's a, I can't really work out what kind of striker he is yet, because at Coventry oh. he seemed to score a lot of like, getting in behind type of goals, which is a bit Greg-like, and we still aren't really doing that for Greg, he had one... Maybe one or two half chances today. Not much really was there for him. No. He, but he did a lot of hard work. I lot like of the channels. I like him because he's got like he's a bit of a fat lad like Maguire, and I find Greg. that. No, McNulty. No, Greg. I like a footballer who's got like a dad bod. <laughs> Quite relatable. I can still make it, lads. Yeah, I yeah, still yeah, make yeah it. exactly. It looks like exactly he actually has the physique of a Sunday league player. But, you know, we've won 1 0 and one final point. Biggie, have you not got a court today? <laughs> I, I do have a court, but do it was. You own a court? I know it's, it's an audio medium, but it's November and you've got the match without a court. No, no, I, I did wear a court at the match, but it was a bit warm in the pub. So where, where is it? Have you done just thrown it away? That, that hung it off. All oh, right. Hung it off. Okay, because we're, we're doing the podcast for the listen. We're doing it outside in the beer garden of the avenue. That was got to be polo one. So okay, well that's good. But you are a man who does shun a court. To be fair, so it wasn't a unfair assumption. Yeah, court's a waste of time for me. There you go. Well, on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs>